What is your water? When I had a teacher who made me feel loved, it was monumental. It was revolutionary. It was something that was so unheard of. This year um, has been the hardest in my teaching career. And you would think, you know, like, oh, it just gets easier as it goes on. But no, I, I don't think anyone could ever predicted or prepared for anything like this. The things that often are coming from other people and, you know, for educators, I think we all know that sound, right? It starts when we were in academics. It's the sound of the good teachers, the bad teachers, the scary teachers, the kind teachers. My students are individuals bringing things into the classroom and I, as an educator, am an individual bringing things into the classroom on that day as well. I've seen magic before, like in a real way. Like, like, you know, people joke all the time or we say in jest to each other that black folks are magical, but like, I've seen it. I do think that educators should break rules. I think that they need to go against some of the policies, some of the regulations. Empathy is love when you get right down to it. Empathy is love. It's the ability to see things from someone else's perspective, to imagine what it's like to be them. And that requires love. This is the purpose. This is the drive. This is why we're here. Thank you all for joining me on another mini-sode of Sips. And so here's something I've been sipping on lately. I've been thinking a lot about this concept of learning loss. And I want to just talk about it just, you know, just quickly. Um, this morning on my drive home, I woke up early and decided to take my mother to breakfast. And on the way home, I decided, I don't know why things came, this just came over me to like turn off the music and open the sunroof, which I really never do because the sun, I don't know, it just bothers me and gets in my eyes. And I'm not even sure why. I have a sunroof, but I have it. I don't really use it. But on the drive home, I said, just use it. So I open the sunroof and I'm driving around my hometown. By the way, there's a life update. I've left New York and I've moved back to Oklahoma City for work. And so I'm driving and I saw this random field. I don't know if any of you have ever been to Oklahoma. It's just tons of fields all over the place. And so I pulled over and I wanted to enjoy the sweetness of doing nothing, honestly, and maybe even try a little bird watching because my dad has recently taken up bird watching in his retirement and he swears it's the most exciting thing someone can do. So I'm in my car and I'm looking out at the field and there were no birds there at all. Um, I didn't have the music on. There was no anything really. And I just exhaled and decided to just sit in that moment. And one of the lessons that took me the longest to learn is to stay fully present and to focus on my current reality, right? And to focus on now. And in 2019, when I was really exploring this lesson, I wrote the following quick little blurb on my website. I wrote, sitting still, being in this moment happy, even with the uncertainty about what comes next, not defining or evaluating my present life based on my expectations of the future with myself in this moment, enjoying myself and the universe, loving my present more than loving any idea I may have about the future, not loving the potential of all of this more than loving the reality of what it is. Living and acknowledging my only real purpose, the inner one, is just to be fully present. 
So when I think about learning loss, and I think of this fear that is often generated by this concept, right, or this idea that learning has been lost, it reveals to me an over-engagement with the past, right, and in comparing what our reality is now and what we're doing in, with regard to teaching and learning in schools now with what we used to do. But the past is no more. The past is no longer here. All we have is this present moment. And so what does it mean to stay fully present with the now and not over-engage with the past? What does it mean to not obsess over the future and to think, oh my gosh, summer is almost over and I should be thinking about next year and I'll have to catch my students up because they'll be so far behind, they will have lost learning. But that's the future, which is also not here yet. But what we have right now is our current reality in which there are many students who we have the privilege of getting to learn and teach with. But what do they need right now? How are we helping them navigate this current moment? And like I always say, helping them navigate this reality, right, this current reality, but with some peace, love, and joy. How are we doing that? Because I think that's all that really matters right now. The humans we're teaching right now, not what we used to do, not using any kind of test scores or past measurements to evaluate this current moment, not thinking about the future and putting together plans that are going to require hours and hours of work from both teachers and students, but to focus on where we are right now. And for many of us, it's unprecedented to teach and learn during a pandemic, during a global crisis. We've never had to do that before. And so how do we focus on doing that now, but in ways that are healthy? And what is unhealthy is overburdening students to catch up. What is unhealthy, I think, is centering fear over expecting. That's unhealthy. So let's stay fully present and focused on what we need and what our students need to navigate this moment as humans. And as we think about what we need, we're not comparing our needs, right, to the ones we had in the past or the ones we think we might have in the future. But right now, as humans, what do we need? What do our students deserve? Perhaps those questions can guide us toward honoring the humanity of everyone in the classroom, whether the classroom is in person or virtual. So that's where I am right now as I think about sort of learning loss. I think about the power and the possibility of what it means to be fully present. Until next time, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening and peace and love. Bye.